Hey everybody, welcome back to the Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. This is episode six, and I had the pleasure of sitting down with Chris McMahon, who is playing professional baseball for the Colorado Rockies organization. He's currently in Double A, and grew up in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Longtime friend, just a good guy all around. So excited for you guys to hear what he has to share. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Stay Tuned Podcast. Another episode, and I have a special guest. With me today, his name is Chris McMahon. Welcome, Chris. Thank you. How you doing, Andrew? I'm doing well, man. So for background, Chris is another another longtime friend. First met in Pennsylvania, but played a bunch of sports together. Where, do you remember where we first? I forget where we yeah. first met, but Ooh. did soccer, we baseball? First met, it had basketball. to be soccer. Yeah, true. It was definitely soccer, and then I think we slowly recruited you to baseball as well, and then we were <laughs> yeah. just going back and forth together. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Chris and I, we were a triple threat in terms of sports. Um, yeah, but yeah, so Chris ended up sticking with with baseball, and because I mean, the main reason was probably the fastball at the end of the day. But um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Chris was a left footed killer in soccer. Um. <laughs> But can you, can you walk us through a little bit of how you came to that decision of picking baseball over these other sports like basketball, soccer that you're really good at? Yeah. So, I mean, baseball was honestly just from a young age, my favorite to play. And I think I was always just a little bit better at it than the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed playing soccer. I enjoyed playing basketball. I think basketball was more of just the – more like the off-season sport because you know how Mm -hmm. in the winter in Pennsylvania, it's just like obviously you can't play baseball outside. (laughs) Soccer, I mean, you kind of played in the winter, but like it was was just that indoor sport that I could play. Um, But for soccer, really, I mean, you remember going from the transition to Westchester United to Penn Fusion. And Penn Fusion was very demanding. And it was like you had to be there a lot for the practices. And, and obviously, you guys were all over the country playing big time games and big time teams. Mm-hmm. And um, it just got to a point for me where I was like, I'm kind of good at this baseball thing as well. So, like, yeah. I don't have the time for, for the commitment to go play. So, uh, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going to go play baseball. And then uh, gotcha. once high school, once we got to high school, it was just playing for the high school team, playing basketball for the high school team, and that was it. So, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's a huge trend. Like, at least for us growing up, in terms of being able to play multiple sports, it's like you just you kind of can't at a certain point. Once you get to yeah. a high enough, once you get to a high enough level, every single sport or coach wants to just like pull all your time. Yeah, so exactly. So what year was that? Was that like? eighth grade then or ninth grade I'm trying to remember uh, yeah eighth going into ninth grade going into ninth okay. grade was when i really just kind of stuck to high school yeah. sports still played travel baseball in the summer and yeah. a little bit in the fall but for the other two sports i played it was strictly just high school team yeah exactly that was kind of the same timeline as me i'm sure a lot of people yeah. can relate to that um in the yeah. sports world but thanks for that intro for the first uh the first question i want to hear just like outside of or it could be personal to you, but what types of sports are you staying tuned into recently? Could be as a fan, personally yeah. yourself. What do you follow? I love, I love watching basketball. I'm, I really like yeah. watching basketball. Um, just in high school and stuff, playing pickup 
with my buddies and stuff. Always loved it. So um, I'm big college hoops guy. I love college yeah. hoops. Um, I'm sure you're a Villanova fan with with your brother yeah. and stuff. So I like when we when they were really good, <laughs> yeah. winning championships. They were fun to watch. And then um, yeah. for me, my Miami Hurricanes have been good the last couple of years. Exactly. So I've been I've been locked in, tuned in the college hoops for a long time now. And then um, I'm not huge on the NBA. Um, obviously, the NBA playoffs are going on right now, um, but it's the only mm-hmm. basketball going on, so I'll watch it. And they yeah. try a little harder than the regular season now, but um, I do yeah, love sure. staying in tune with basketball. Big, big basketball guy. Nice. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've been watching a bunch of NBA, but yeah, I mean, March Madness for me that first week is literally the best awesome. week in sports. Like, it there's is, nothing. It is. <laughs> there's nothing better than that. Like, there's it always. Is. Buzzer beaters, always long. upsets. Um, it's too Three, good. Four games but... going on. Yeah, exactly. Can't get any work done of any sort. Yeah. <laughs> but um, totally worth it. But yeah, you brought up a good a good topic of where I want to go next. So you went to Ruston High School, but then committed to Miami for baseball, which is yeah, pretty sweet. Talk to me about yeah. Let's go from like the beginning when you got recruited. How did that happen? Yeah. And then moving into first year. Yeah, so, sheesh. I mean, I probably started reaching out. Well, college coaches probably started reaching out to me. I would say, like, sophomore year of high school. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of, it was more in the summer than the travel ball stuff because obviously not a lot of college coaches are going to high school games from where we were. Right. At. Um, mm-hmm. So, it was, like, that summer after sophomore year. And uh, I was getting recruited by – it started out with local schools, like in the Northeast, um, yep. like schools in Virginia, VCU, Virginia Tech, St. Joe's in Philly, Penn State, Rutgers, Pitt. And then I suddenly, towards the end of that summer, I went down to Fort, Mo- Fort Myers, Florida for kind of a big mm-hmm. tournament. And uh, I absolutely just shoved. Like I was down there. Nice. It, to this day, <laughs> to this day, statistically, it might be the best game I've ever pitched. And, that's what um, you need that's sick yeah that's awesome. and um there was just a bunch of schools there um a few of the schools i just named and then the pitching coach for miami i'm pretty sure was at was at the field next to mine okay. watching somebody else i'm pretty sure yeah. and apparently kind of in the middle of my outing or towards the beginning he saw that there's coaches at my field so he just kind of walked on over and watched and he watched and then I got home after that weekend got a phone call from him saying hey this is JT Arteaga pitching coach from University of Miami we want to have you down on a visit and I was like oh my as soon as I heard (laughs) University of Miami I was damn like that's crazy I was like all right like we gotta do this and then obviously talked to my parents went down on the visit and Kind of before I even went on the visit, I was like, this is it. Like, the, I, I think this is nice. where I want to go. Like, I'm going to check this out, though, make sure this is this is it. And uh, mm-hmm. just walking around campus, seeing the locker room, the field, like, everything. I was like, yeah, like, I'm kind of dumb if I don't go here. Yeah, and the um, campus is insane. I visited this, so uh, nice. this winter. And even in the winter, it's like, all right, this is awesome. Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, the, the winter's 75, 80. 75. It's, like, it, um, it's ridiculous. But yeah, it, was, it was easy. It a was lot easy. of similarities, uh, I think, in terms yeah. of like me getting recruited to. I had one tournament in California 
that I went to and performed really well. Stanford probably wasn't there to watch me, but that's just how it happens. Yep. Um, it, it, it's, it's, you never know who's watching. And that's the crazy part yeah. of sports is you really never know who's watching. Um, the opportunities you get when you're young or you, you just never, some of the opportunities you get, you don't even know you have. Yeah, I think exactly. that's kind of the, the fun part about it. So Definitely. All right. So talk to me about Miami. You fell in love. Obviously we fell out of contact more because we we're on different sides of the country and, yeah but talk to me about some what were the biggest highlights for you in like a couple minutes of miami in terms of baseball and just in terms of like lifestyle yeah i mean i loved it there the the culture change was was big um Mm -hmm. a lot of my almost all of my teammates were from florida and south florida had a cuban background or hispanic background Um, so it was it was a big change but they were all awesome dudes um, I yeah. loved hanging out with them. I still keep in contact with them today. Um, but the baseball is awesome. I mean, you're playing during the season. You're going to these cool schools on the road, like Clemson, Florida State, Louisville, the Virginia, yeah. Virginia Tech. Like, you're going to really cool – like Duke, North Carolina. Like, you're seeing these really yeah. cool schools All the throughout best. the season. Yeah, and it's just awesome. I mean, um, outside of that, I mean – you also know how this is with, with school and going to class and stuff like that. I mean, like you got to go to class. I mean, schools can be hard yeah. sometimes and you got to be on top of your stuff. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, a lot of, a lot of good students that you can make friends with and help you out with all that. Being in South mm-hmm. Florida too, it's a lot of fun going to football games yeah. and, and all that. It, it was just a great experience. I really, really liked it. Um, lived not too far from campus either in a nice little apartment with two of my teammates um yeah so it was it was a lot of fun cool yeah i think um in terms of getting to play against those schools that's like and just visit them in general that's something that people just don't get to do i think that's part Uh of being an athlete that's like so underrated and an awesome experience is like think about people just going to a normal school they might visit one of their friends like somewhat close yeah. by, but you got to go to all the top ACC schools, kind of yeah, see the campus dope. a little bit, see the field, obviously. But um, was there a particular game or outing that you had that was like one that you look back on and say, like, I had my A stuff that day and like this is what helped me become a pro? Yeah, there's two games in particular, both against our rival, which is nice. even better. One was my sophomore <laughs> or – they were both my sophomore year. Both my sophomore year. Um, the first one was at University of Florida, which is SEC. Mm-hmm. And we're, we go on the road to Gainesville. And I don't know if you remember, my freshman year, I was hurt for most of it. I tore yeah, my I was, knee. I was the same way. I literally did the yeah. same thing. I think we did talk about that back in the yeah. day. But we're obviously yeah. past that now. Yeah, right. way past <laughs> it. But, so, yeah. like, freshman year, like, I didn't pitch a whole lot. Um, maybe towards the end of the year. So anyway, fast forward to it's the second week of the season, second weekend. We're at University of Florida. I'm the Saturday starter, which is pretty big. Like if you're a weekend starter, it's a big deal, especially mm-hmm. Friday or Saturday. And um, I probably, I think I went like six and two thirds in front of like 7,000 Gator fans and like gave up one run. Like I didn't even, I didn't even realize how many fans were there because they were so quiet because of just how well I was pitching. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what you then, want. That's what you want. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And then, like, in the fifth inning, I gave up, like, a leadoff double. 
and it was kind of like the first good thing they had done and mm -hmm. the crowd erupted it was a great game yeah. and the crowd like erupted and it was like a quick moment for me i was like damn there's a lot of people here like i didn't even notice because i like <laughs> yeah. you know how it is you're, you're locked playing. in you're yeah. so locked in you don't even know what's going on all i care about is the batter and the catcher and the, like mm -hmm. and they hit a double i was like damn there's a lot of people here <laughs> and i ended up going like six and two thirds really pitched well through like fastball was on that day and, and just everything was gone yeah. and um just to do For that people listening road, what's your what's your fastball at these right days. now, it's not as fast as it was in college. I what was it? Um, um, that day, it was probably like 4 to 7, 94, 97. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was nuts. going hard. I was going yeah. hard. Now, I'm, I'm a few ticks below that now. Yeah. But, the, um, Florida, the Florida weather helps, I'm sure, that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it, it was a good day. It was a good day that day. Um, and then later that season was at home against Florida State, which is the other Florida school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went like seven shutout innings, kind of the same deal. Nice. Um, just we ended, up, we ended up getting the shutout too. We shut out Friday night. We shut out my night. We went Friday, Saturday night without giving up a run to Florida State. So those are probably the two two key games that I'll remember for a long, long time. So just also because against our rivals in state and stuff yeah. like that. So really cool. Yeah, That's the best time. Best time to show up. I heard yeah. I was listening to a soccer. I was watching Man City yesterday, and the, okay. this commentator says, "Big big games, big names." So McMahon yep. was a big name in the big yep. games, which is what usually makes a, a pro. Yep. Um, but I also don't want to gloss over the freshman year aspect. I think that's something I want to cover on this podcast yeah, too, sure. of like, because I went through the same thing of where it's it's real tough. Like the transition, you go from being obviously the best player in your high school to getting hurt, to red shirting, to whatever it is being yep. like smacked in the face or punched in the face a little bit. Mm -hmm. So take yourself back to that time. Talk about a little bit of like either personal growth or like struggle that you had to go through to get to that sophomore year peak. Um, yeah. If you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's tough for anybody to deal with an injury like that, especially when, there's a lot of hype for you coming into a school like that. Um, and my injury occurred after the fall ball. So for people that don't know how college baseball works, you go through like a two, three month fall ball period where you basically just play yourself and you mm -hmm. play your own, your own teammates and inner squads and stuff like that. And that was my first semester there. Like I came in and I absolutely balled out in fall ball. And I was lined yeah. up to possibly be Friday night starter as a freshman, which is you don't see. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. And then I go home. I make a bad decision. I go home. <laughs> I tear my knee, yeah. tore my meniscus, and I come back. And I, I miss about the first two and a half months of the season. And um, it's, it's tough, too, because you obviously start putting it on yourself to where it's like I'm letting the team down. I'm supposed to be out there mm -hmm. helping these guys win. And my freshman year, we weren't really that good either. We were not winning games. And so I'm sitting there freaking in crutches. And I'm like, what am I? Like? It, it's just, it can kind of come down on you quick. And yeah. um, mentally, you just got to kind of push through, show up every single day, try and attack your rehab as, as hard as you can. Listen to your trainers and, and, and make sure you're doing what they're doing. Don't go out do stupid stuff. Um, yeah. Rest in, you know how it is. It's just you gotta 
stay focused as much as you can, how hard it can be, because on top of all this, you got to go to class, you got to do homework. You get like, it, it's yeah. just so much going on around you. And um, it can be tough when you can't, when you can't lace up and go out there. It's, uh, it can be tough, but you know, at the end of the day, I got back into it towards the end of the season, um, had a couple good starts, a couple bad starts. Um, and then kind of just attacked sophomore year that summer and, and, the, and sophomore fall. It's like, okay, like I need to take care of my body. I need to make sure I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Don't go out doing stupid stuff. And like, I need to, like, this is, if this is what I want to do, which it was obviously like, I need to, I need to focus on a little bit more. So. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like there's just like so many similarities there. Um, yeah. In terms of, in terms of keeping that focus and kind of like positivity and like confidence, I feel like, cause obviously in sports, like confidence is everything. Everything. Did yeah. you do, did you do anything kind of fun, like at school when you couldn't lace up and you had maybe this extra time, did you find any outlets at Miami that you found helped you get through that? Or is it more just like head down in the training room and then you got, got out of it? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was just head down. I, I would say one thing is just is, is feeding off your teammates. I think that's a mm-hmm. big thing. Hang out with your yeah. teammates, have fun, go go play video games or something. Because like obviously yeah. I was in crutches. Like it depends on your injury. Like I can't really do much if I'm just crutching around and stuff. I can't even really yeah. walk for a while. So one thing I did is just hang out with your teammates, go have fun, go out to dinner, go like I said, play video games with them, do something. Because obviously, sure. like you got to get away from the school a little bit. You got to get away from from baseball because mm-hmm. obviously there's there's life behind all this, all the yeah school and sports and all that. So one percent, I, I feel like they'll do it. Yeah, I feel like they can. Injuries can isolate you a lot, like for oh, sure, yeah. and going through that stuff. So kudos to you for like just hanging out with the guys because I feel like that brings the joy back and kind of motivates you too to like I want to be out yeah. playing with these guys because like these are my these are my buddies. So I think that's, that's huge. And people probably resonate with that too. Don't isolate yourself when you're injured, going through a hard time, lean on the people that you're with and like enjoy yourself in other ways than just your performance. Um, But I obviously want to cover now that you're playing pro and that's a whole new challenge, right? Just kind of, I feel like we go through these cycles of like, it's short success, a little bit longer success, and then even longer success when you get to like the pro career or even in the business yeah. world. But yeah. talk to me about how let's go from the beginning, like getting drafted and then yeah. process from there. Yeah. So the year I got drafted was COVID year 2020. So it was kind of a funky year as a funky draft. Um, mm-hmm. The baseball draft is normally like 40 rounds. I think they cut it down to 20 now, but it used to be 40. And then COVID hit and they cut it to five, only five rounds, which is like a lot. I don't even know that. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So that year was a funky year. And um, a lot of juniors and seniors in 2020 just kind of got screwed of opportunities of getting drafted, which like just stinks. Mm -hmm. But so 2020, we played a month. We played like four weeks, maybe five weeks. And then obviously I think a lot of people remember – when everything shut down and all that stuff. And um, we were on our way to Virginia Tech before it got shut down. We go back to Miami. Fast forward to the draft. Luckily, I was drafted in the second round, which is 
pretty high. And I nice. had a really good four weeks in that junior year. Um, like a really good four weeks. And uh, ended up getting taken by the Rockies 46th overall. So I go. Not bad, brother. Yeah, not <laughs> bad. And then spend the summer. No season in the summer because COVID. I mean, it's just a funky year, but I'm still with the Rockies. Mm. And then um, the following year, 2021, was my technically my first full year of professional baseball. Um, yeah. I spent a year in, in high A, which is single A ball. And a lot of people don't know single A is split up into two levels. Mm-hmm. So they got low A and high A. Low A is like the lowest. High A is, is yeah. right below double A, then triple A, then big A. So I was in high for the whole year. Had a really good year. Nice. Um, and then dealt with another injury last year. And now this year I'm in double A. So um, we're, we're making our way up. But you, you know how it yeah. is. You got to grind. And, and the injury thing is nothing we haven't dealt with. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Kinda it's kind of – it's nice how those challenges kind of prepare you for, for the next steps. Um a little bit not not that you would want it to happen but it does help when you get there um i think something too that's interesting about playing pro that's different from college and it fits perfectly with our conversation is that the locker room's a bit different the teammates are a bit different so like talk to me about the difference of that like even now when you got hurt is it more isolating because you don't have as many good friends and have you dealt with that um in the pro ball lifestyle instead of like the college style. Yeah. I mean, for me, I lo- like, for me, I still make a ton of friends in the locker room. Um, yeah. It is a little different because there's just so much more variety in a pro ball locker room compared to my college mm-hmm. locker room. Um, there's, there's guys that are three years younger than me. There's guys that are three years older than me and we're all on the same team. And yeah. there's guys from the Dominican Republic or there's guys from Cuba that don't know a lick of English. Right, and right, like, yeah. it's just like, it's a very wide variety in, in the pro ball locker room. And I love it. And luckily going to Miami, I learned a little bit of Spanish. Right. So right. I, yeah. I could talk a little bit <laughs> with these guys. Not that I really can have a full on conversation with them, but yeah. just attempting to speak Spanish with them just fires them up. And then just puts a smile sure. on their face and like, they know I'm just trying and <laughs> I do know a little bit, so they like it. But um, I, I, I enjoyed making friends with everybody. I have a lot of friends throughout the organization and um, it can be tough too. Cause you know, pro ball, everyone's trying to get to the big leagues. Right. So some guys try and like some guys try and just worry about themselves, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you have to worry about yourself. I worry about just myself. I don't really look at stats. I don't look at, I don't even look at my own right. stats and I don't look at other people's stats. I like, I just, just go with the flow. Yeah. Like if you feel like you're throwing the ball well, if you feel like you're playing well, sometimes the stats in baseball don't show that because baseball is a very right. tough sport. So, yeah. um, but th- that's kind of the part of it. It's a lot of fun too. And sometimes guys will get in the gutter i guess you could say a little bit just because of the grind of a pro ball season it's it's mm-hmm. every single day you got to show up to the field and, and mentally you just you got to go about yourself and, and be ready whenever yeah definitely i think one thing too that's interesting is in pro versus college you get moved around a lot right like you said you already moved from high a to double a you yeah. moved places i've been following you a little bit 
talk to me about that lifestyle of like as a pro like you probably can't have that much own to yourself because you got to move all the time how's that been like moving around and having to pick up and stuff like that yeah so when you're moving around like that you just you're on you have different teammates all the time and Mm -hmm. um you could get comfortable with the team and then all of a sudden it's like hey now you got to go to this locker room with this team and it could just be a completely different vibe it could be the same vibe you never know and that was the one tough thing for me was because in 21 we had basically the core team for the entire season we had a really good squad in 21 Mm -hmm. and then going into 22 that team was slated to go to double a and they all went to double a and i got hurt so i kind of just sat behind in arizona rehabbing while they're at double a playing and those are like well, those are mm-hmm. my those were my guys like that I felt like that was my team not my right. team but you know what I mean like yeah. like those exactly. are my boys and then I basically missed the whole season I never got to play with them and now now we're here and I'm in Double A which is a completely different team that I that I've never played with guys I've never really played mm-hmm. with and that team that I played with in 21 are mostly in Triple A. Some of them are even in the big leagues. The starting shortstop for the Rockies right now is on yeah. that 21 team with me. Yeah, so it's awesome. just like it, it can quickly kind of get dispersed. And um, that's kind of the tough mm-hmm. part. And the part I'm realizing now is like you really got to enjoy those good teams and, and the core with those yeah. teams because it can switch up really fast. 100%. Yeah, I think in sports it's it's often easy to like look forward or look past where you're at at that moment. Or look yeah. back and say, like, this was a great situation compared yeah. to this, like, and comparing all the future and yeah. things like that. But it is super important, yeah. like you said, to just focus your vision in on where you're at. Enjoy it. Like, yeah. don't discount the people that are around you in that locker room because nope. you never know if you'll ever see them again coming yeah. next year. Like, that might be it. For sure. Um, so I like that point a lot. In terms of advice, I like to ask this, too, in the, the interview. But, like, in terms of advice – for let's say like as professional aspiring athletes what's something that you know now that you can give back to them and say like here's something that i didn't really learn but learned quickly as a pro that i think would benefit yeah. you guys Oof. and i'm sure there's a bunch but you can take yeah time there, i mean yeah it's that's, that's a whole hour like, where do i even start <laughs> yeah i think what i we kind of touched on it a little bit ago but but one is is that confidence and just believing in yourself. If you don't have that, you've already lost. It, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what kind of talent you have, ability you have. If you don't believe that you can go out there and have success, you've already lost, in my opinion. Especially when you get up levels, because these players are damn good, man. Especially where I mm-hmm. am right now. I mean, I've had five starts so far in Double A, and like these kids can play, and the guys around me can play. And um, you just kind of have to remind yourself, like, I can play too. Like, you got to kind of take the feel with that mentality too. Like, I belong here. I can play with these guys. And um, I think that's one. I think that's a big point that I think young guys should get, um, that I can do this. And and obviously, it's easier when you're in high school. I mean, you know it. Like, in high school, I used to go out there and be like, I know I'm going to (laughs) dominate. Like, I didn't even yeah. have to think about it, right? right. Like, not to right. be, not to brag or anything, but that's just the way it was. Yeah. And um, as you get up levels and you get to Division One college and you get to professional sports, it's like, 
all right, like these guys can play with me too. So I got to, I kind of got to focus up. So if that's one thing I'd say, it's just, you got to believe in yourself like every single day and um, don't ride the highs and don't ride the lows either. You got to kind of stay in the middle um, because that can eat you up too. When you, when you're, when things are going good, you can kind of be like, oh, maybe I don't have to lift this week because like everything's going right. good. Like why, <laughs> like, why should I have yeah. to? Like, or when things are going yeah. low, it's, it's just like that's when the the doubt comes in. Maybe it's not believing. Like you just gotta save and kill. Yep, I went six innings, shut out baseball today. Okay, who cares? Next day, I gotta I gotta go in. I gotta get my lift in. I gotta take care of my body. And then when things aren't going your way, it's like. All right, who cares? Like, let me, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna get my lift in, and we're gonna just keep going. We're gonna keep going because, especially now with, with where I'm at, it's a long, long summer. We gotta play 140 games, so yeah, um, that's wild. <laughs> you gotta, you just gotta keep the head down and keep going. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's that's huge. I'm sure people definitely appreciate that, and kudos to you for having that that mindset and realizing it, um, and able to give it back to people. Yeah. All right, so last thing. Before we end, I want to let people know where you're at right now. Like, where where are you playing? Where can we follow you? We How are we start, in, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm in. So the team I'm playing with right now is the Hartford Yard Goats. We're in Double A Rockies affiliation. We are on the road this week. We're in Binghamton, New York, uh, which mm-hmm. is the Mets affiliate. Um, okay. We're in a hotel this week. We just got here yesterday. Um, so we got we actually have a doubleheader today. We got to play. First game starts at five, and then play that game, and then might be a long night tonight. But who knows? But um, <laughs> but that's where we are right now. Um, I'm like in the Northeast. Uh, it feels feels good to be back in the Northeast. Feel a little home. Um, we played at Reading not too long ago, which isn't far from where we are in Westchester. Um, but yeah, so that's where that's where I'm at right now. We won last night. And uh, see what see what we can do tonight. Sweet, that sounds awesome. Yeah. We'll be sure to be sure to follow along as you as you make your way to the pros, the big yeah, time, for sure. the big the big, the big show, yeah. the big show. Sorry, I messed yeah. that up. It's called the big show. <laughs> um, oh, good. Yep, for sure. Sweet. All right. I guess that's that's gonna wrap it up. Thank you again to Chris for hopping yeah. on. Hopefully, you guys got some some good stuff. Take some notes, some mental notes on what he has to say because. Yeah. he's he's crushed it so far so thanks again <laughs> man. You, Andrew. yeah no for sure thanks for having me on man.